0: My girl. Constance Hall, one of the most talked-about bloggers in the country. I look at Opinionated, raw, thought-provoking, and never shy to have an opinion. Annalise is her best friend, the yin to her yang, the Gale to her Oprah. She's the chic one. Just ask her. A show for queens, by queens. No topic is too taboo. A shame-free, judge-free space. Oversharing, commiserating, and celebrating. This is the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. Come on, girl.
1: Good morning. Good morning and happy Sunday, Con. Good morning, gorgeous. How are you? Well, I'm very, very sad, Con, because this is the last Queen sesh of
2: 2017. I know, but can you just think about all the juice that we're going to come up with for our first show of 2018?
1: I know. You're going to be married by then. (laughs) woo
2: Mm, technically not, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but we can tell you all about the wedding next week. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and what else, Con? We are on the hunt for the person we want to find the worst Christmas gift. Like the person that's received the worst Christmas gift ever. That's our mission Abs- today. You know
2: what? I would love to have some input in this one, but no one's given me a Christmas gift in like <laughs> 20 years. Like, you know, adults don't get Christmas gifts. Anyway, Annalise, I've got a hilarious story for you that oh, yeah. happened last week when I was leaving the studio. Oh my god. I just mm-hmm. anything
1: that you are involved in is always going to be awkward. <laughs> and speaking and of, as soon as it
2: happens, I always think, I can't wait to turn
1: <laughs> And speaking of awkward con, you are going to die when you hear the situation I've got myself into after attending a party this week. You're going to die. That's next.
0: <laughs> this is the Queen Sesh.
1: And this is just a little heads up uh, with kids in the car, maybe get the earmuffs for this one. Uh, a few adult themes that I'd like to share. With you, Con, because the other night I went to, you know, how there's Tupperware parties and women get together and they buy Tupperware and have a look. Yeah, I've been to heaps. Yeah, I know. So, (laughs) your thing. (laughs) Well, our second best friend, uh, who've had on the show before, Dr. Nikki Goldstein, the sexologist, she invited me to an adult utensil party. So okay. let your mind do the imagination. Okay. Yep. My mind's imagining. Of the, the sort of things that we were buying at this yep. party. And yep. like Con, I thought, right, I thought, you know what, I'm pretty cool. I'm pretty out there. I'm pretty, you know, row. but I'm really not. Not anymore. I think you were when you first met your husband. <laughs> no, even just, just, you know, meeting these people and seeing what's out there in the world. I'm very vanilla. I'm very beige when it comes to the Buddha, I think. I'm, actually, I'm
2: glad you finally realised
1: that you are pretty beige. <laughs> like there was stuff there, like honestly, things that looked like it was out of Finding Nemo. Like it was weird, right? And I loved hearing, you know how I get voyeuristic and creepy and love just hearing about all the different things. Anyway, as I was there, I was taking photos of the really, really funny stuff and, like, sending them to some of the women that lived nearby me who'd seen me that day who knew I was going to this thing. And I was like, ladies, I've got your Christmas gifts sorted and sending, like, photos of the most out-there stuff that I saw. And then the next day at the park, I was with the mums and she said, about the photos that you sent. And I was like, oh, God. She goes, well, we've just recently installed... Some photos. Oh no, iCloud. No, it's like, oh no, it's like Google Plus or something. And so every photo that gets sent to her, who or, would do that? Uh, not me. But, no. So uh, anyway, her husband, who works in this really conservative corporate job, oh no. was showing his work colleague photos of their kids because they just had really nice portraits done. And as he was flicking through the photos, next thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, serves her right. Don't photo share. Chicks, imagine if, like, her pregnant friend sent the m- photo like you sent me. <laughs>
0: this is the Queen Sesh. And,
1: Con, you know, like, teachers, right? At the end of the year, Christmas time, whether your kids are in daycare or school or ballet or whatever they do, and everyone gets the teachers a little present.
2: Okay. Do you Thank do that? Thank you for that reminder. <laughs> okay. Well, this... I didn't get that memo,
1: but. Oh. <laughs> okay, so everyone gets the teacher something, right? Okay. And the teachers get the mum something too. <laughs> do they? No. No. All right. Well, here's the thing, right. So I've always done like maybe some chockies or, you know, some little cookies or something. Mm-hmm. I met this girl who's a ballet teacher and she said to me, oh, I dread Christmas because I get 100 boxes of chocolate. I get 30 cheap candles and, like, 20 (laughs) tubes of really, really awful, nasty cheap hand cream.
2: And she's like, what do I do? You know what? I'm the same. I hate cheap hand cream. (laughs) (laughs) With all the fake fragrances and stuff, Mm. you know, it's really bad for you. Yeah. So
1: it made me think they must, all of them must get hundreds of boxes of chocolates and all this cheap hand cream and nasty candles.
2: But they can then hand that on. Yeah, because it's, it's not even Christmas yet. It's like, oh, great, there's all my Christmas presents done. No, I reckon it's obviously a re-gift. If you're a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more chockies.
1: Uh, the other thing I heard that people are doing, which, okay, I would love to hear your opinion, where you get the teacher a personalised Christmas tree ornament
2: of your child's name. <laughs> That is so funny. Somebody, you know, um, some beautiful queens often send me things. Yeah. And um, back when I had a P.O. box, I don't know how that's getting managed at the moment, but I don't encourage it because often it's like businesses that they want me to, and I feel, I really want to be able to do that, but I can't do it for everyone. So I don't just, you know, don't like getting free stuff, but someone once sent me like some Christmas decorations of my own face. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she was so sweet. She was like, "I love you so much." Kind of made these for you. Hope make you feel beautiful. And I was like, "I thought I thought it was a very cool present, but nobody thought it was cool of me to hang them on my own Christmas tree." <laughs> oh my god, I love that. All right, Con, do you know what? I reckon next
1: we need to we need to beat your self faced. Christmas decorations, let's find the person who's received the worst Christmas gift ever.
0: This is the Queen Sesh.
1: Just before con, we were talking about the worst Christmas gifts that you could ever receive and you received a beautiful, thoughtful gift um, from a a
2: queen and it was Christmas decorations
1: (laughs) with photos of your face. (laughs)
2: <laughs> the tree of and Constance. now it doesn't, it just doesn't really feel like Christmas now unless photos of my little head everywhere. <laughs> but I said to Denim, I said to him yesterday, I was like, maybe I should get a Christmas present this year because I never get them. And I said, what do you think that you should get me? And he was like, actually, I've been thinking about it already. And I said, what? He's oh. so thoughtful. And he goes, a mountain bike. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know if Denim's noticed that I don't move much, but <laughs> I, <know. laughs> oh, I was shocked with that one. I was like, oh, okay. And you know what it reminded me of when I was like 12 and I said to mum, I'm getting you a Christmas present? And mum was like, what? And I was like, a surprise. And I got her a cordless home phone yeah. because I wanted one so bad. <laughs> And that's exactly why Denim wants to give me a, a man
1: bike. <laughs> All right, we've got Jackie from New South Wales. What was your worst Christmas present?
2: Um, my husband, quite a few years ago, bought me a steam mop.
1: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's so thoughtful. Did you grab grab the steam mop and just bump you on the head with it when you opened it? (laughs) Uh,
2: No, I
0: didn't resort to violence, but I was pretty filthy.
1: (laughs) Oh, Jackie. Yeah, that's up there. Mountain bike, steam mop. And what about we've got Sheldon from New South
0: Wales. So my husband thinks he's funnier than he is and he decided to uh, wrap up a lovely present for me that he thought would be really useful
2: and it was actually a she wee. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted yeah. one. Tell me, how are they good? But I, I refuse to actually use it because the best part is he got it off eBay. So I'm not 100% sure if it's pre loved or not. <laughs> <laughs> he pissed in. Yes. Send it my way, babe. I've, I thought they were a myth like, to make people laugh on Facebook. <laughs> No, I have one in real life. It comes out of parties whenever my friends don't believe me. It's safely hidden in a drawer. <laughs> and just comes out to, to humiliate my husband. <laughs> Do you know, I actually don't think your husband is funnier than he thinks. Isn't funnier than he thinks. I think he's hilarious, and he doesn't he get is. enough credit. <laughs>
1: and I mean, Sheldon, you definitely win. You got the worst Christmas gift ever. I <laughs> got the worst. Sure. the well, Sheldon She-Wee. That's, that's only one
2: of the presents. You should hear the other. It's been eleven years with him, so there's there's no shortage of those. <laughs> oh, oh my
1: thank, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank Sheldon. you so we much, really? and we all
2: we all know what you can send me for Christmas. <laughs> if anyone's wondering.
0: <laughs> this is The Queen Sesh.
2: And Annalise, last week when I left Bunbury, the studio that I was recording at, mm. I was I was infiltrated by this amazingly gorgeous, tall, handsome man. Mm. And he said, Constance, I'm Arnie. I've wanted to meet you for ages. And I said, oh, hi, Arnie, how are you? And he was like, great, can I confess something to you? And I said, yeah, of course. And he goes, last week was the first time I saw you here. And I was walking around the studio and I saw you from behind and you were just sort of lying down on the desk while you were recording and I ran back to the girls in the, behind the desk and I said to them, I think a homeless chick's been sleeping in Studio 9. <laughs> 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 I mean, I have to admit I don't look great from behind. You know, my hair dreads and stuff. <laughs> I could totally see it. That's why I laughed because it was funny because it was true. Like, I could really easily. Look, I don't have a handbag. I had a plastic bag with me. <laughs> and so I go in the car. I go in the car and I told Denim and I was like, Denim, this guy just told me that he thought I was like a hobo sleeping in Studio 9. And, and Denim was like, oh, cool. And I was like, don't you care? Like, I need to work on my look or something. And he goes, I couldn't give a sh- because two weeks ago I offered that busker outside, Cole's $5, and he just refused to accept and says sorry, mate, you look you look more like you need it than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, great, we're just a couple of hobos. <laughs> That's my girl. This
0: is the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. Come
1: on, girl! And this is the last Queen Sesh for 2017, so we're going off with a bang con. How depressing. I know, right? But for the last hour, we cannot escape talking about the big news, the engagement announcement that eclipsed yours... Harry and
2: Meg's. (laughs) I was about to say, I think we can get through without talking about that. But if you really want to overshadow my wedding, I do. Let them steal my thunder. It's a race race to the altar. I don't even know. When you said to me, oh, we're going to talk about Meg and Markle, I didn't even know that was. Oh, (laughs) come on. All right, we've got so much
1: to talk about. I'll fill you in later.
2: And next one, we
1: threw it out to the Queen's What Should We Talk About For Our Last Show and one of the things that people really wanted to hear
2: about. Uh, They've been asking me to talk about it for so long, Mm. my breast reduction. That's next.
0: This is The Queen
2: Sesh. Annalise, for a long time now, queens have been asking me to write something about my breast reduction slash lift. I never got around to it mm. because um, I don't know why I didn't. I just didn't think it would appeal to the masses. But there are women out there who just really want to know about it. After kids, after my first two kids, I had my boobs reduced and lifted and it was the best thing I ever did. Oh. Ever. Ever. I was working in my salon, which was on top of a clothing shop at the time, and the women that worked in the clothing shop were like, "Come, we didn't realise you had a stomach. You oh. know, like, <laughs> the clothes I could wear, I had to adjust my whole brain thinking. You know, being able to, like, I don't wear a brow anymore. Oh. I probably should now because they've grown back now that I'm pregnant, like they're bigger than they started. But the nipples are still high. Yes. Which is important to me. It is. Really and it's, important. it's very difficult
1: to achieve high nipple after children. Oh, Mine my are, nipples? Oh,
2: Man- Do you know how low money nipples were? They were almost, you couldn't see them because they were tucked around and under. Yeah. Like they were just ridiculously low. So get, I think that was the most like rewarding part of the breast reduction was the old nipple hoist. Anyway, so I recommend it to everyone. It's changed my view on plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks because I'm Constance who does body positive, body love, you don't need to change to love yourself, that I wouldn't be into plastic surgery. But the way I hear women with very small breasts talk about their bodies is exactly the way that I spoke about mine with my big one. And so mine was Medicare covered because they considered it medical because they were that big mm. and you Rocks know, damaged and socks. from. Yeah, I breastfed mm. my kids for like, I was breastfeeding for five years. So, and if you add pregnancy on top of that, we're talking about eight years of my boobs not being just boobs. Yeah, literally so, just like
1: tubes hanging off your chest.
2: Yeah, so, but um, it was just as much cosmetic, in my opinion, as it was medical. Like, mm. so now when women say to me, I want to get a boob job, I. I don't know that many women who've regretted a boob job, and I don't say, and I'm not against them one little bit. If there's, I think with plastic surgery or cosmetic surgery, if there's one thing that's really bothering you about the way that you look, and you really feel like you'd feel freer, like I feel way freer with my boobs, then go for it, do it. If if it's within your means, and. Where it becomes a problem is when you get that one thing done and then you think, well, I need to now get this done, my nose could do with this, Mm. my lips, my blah, blah. That's when you start. It's actually making you more anxious than happy. Whereas if it's just something like my boobs, it was just something I never wanted to get anything else done after that, but I felt bloody good after getting my boobs done. I felt like I could wear bathers and dresses and, you know, all the things that I wasn't able to wear before. Bras off Sunday. Rise off Sunday, mm. and I, I recommend anyone goes to their local um, cosmetic or plastic surgeon and finds out if they are eligible for the medical rebate if they have private health. Because I think you get like the anaesthesia stuff, you get the hospital stay off. I think I was out of pocket like six grand on a twelve thousand um, dollar on a twelve thousand dollar operation, and I saved up and used like hairdressing money for most of that. Amazing. I know that's a lot of bloody short back and sides, babe. <laughs>
0: This is the Queen Sesh. Now, analysts I've
2: been thinking: how much is too much with Christmas time, Mm. presents-wise? Like, my daughter wanted a like foamy surfboard. You can get them for about two hundred and fifty dollars. I would have, no one would have never spent that kind of money on me. But she also wants a wetsuit, and I just think to myself, okay, well, I'm just gonna have to like save up some money and get all my kids. (coughs) Sorry, and get all my kids wetsuits and new surfboards and you know this is an expensive ordeal i have six kids i can't do it but it doesn't feel like spoiling them because they want something that's going to take them outside mm. and it's going to make them active and you know i'm not buying them like a million different toys like alo's dream so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah I, I mean it's an expensive ordeal but i don't know are we spoiling our children
1: I think kids do get really spoiled at Christmas. And I don't like the way it does become, oh, what am I getting for Christmas? What am I getting for Christmas? Like my kids have been talking about it for two months and they're five oh my and God. two.
2: It's so rank. My kids are already talking about it as well. Yeah. I but think my stepkids aren't. Oh, my stepkids are so They're the good perfect. ones. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what can we give you guys? <laughs> and they're And No, they're not that great. <laughs> but they're like, they're the little champions. They're the champion surfers and skaters. And they're like just, you know, so humble. Like, oh, maybe because one of them's wetsuits. So Oldest, giving him a rashy, a rash around his neck and he's like, maybe I could get a new wetsuit, but, like, that's okay. Like, you know, and he's just so humble and sweet. I think Denner might have deprived them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to really start grateful. depriving my kids. Yeah, gratefulness. Mm. I want grateful kids. Mm, that's really Actually, hard Actually, in saying that, do you know what? I moved Allah's bedroom around the other day. You know when you move a kid's bedroom around, it just freshens things up? Because, mm. you know, we've got a few kids sharing rooms and stuff. So I moved it around and I bought a new rug, a beautiful coloured woven one, and I put it down. When the kids walked in, they were all... <gasps> Thank you so much. And Arla goes, thank you so much, Mum. Thank you for putting the rug down. I appreciate you. Oh. I know. What a rug. It kills me. I haven't spot him
1: at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, we're going to be talking about the engagement announcement that eclipsed yours and denim's. For 2017. That's
2: <laughs> yeah. Let's give it some more publicity, shall we? <laughs> this
0: is the Queen Sesh
1: and Con. It's a race to the altar between you and Denzi and Harry and Meghan Markle.
2: We're winning me and Denzi. Yeah, we're going in Jan, they're going in May, I read it today.
1: Yeah, so I'm really glad yours is going first. But, you know, I really, I love you know, I'm a royal creep and I just loved hearing about this. I loved watching their interview. Did you watch it?
2: Why are you a royal creep? I find that really weird. I don't know. The monarchy. Like,
1: really? I don't know. I think, do you know what it was? My mum was so into Princess Diana and she loved her and, you know, when you're a little girl and you just love what you mum loves. I think she sort of passed I on. I don't know. Record. Did I
2: love Benson and Hedges and cast my mum?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but Con, do you know what? I reckon you would love Meghan Markle. So I know you're not into pop culture heavily like I am, but she's the actress from Suits and. Okay. So I know her face. I just didn't know her name. Okay. So Meghan Markle, she's the actress from Suits. She's divorced. Yeah. Yep. She's half Caucasian, half African American. So mm-hmm. all these things, she's really
2: different. She's, she's really getting in there, shaking it up. But Harry was never going to marry the typical little princess perfect girl next door. He just wasn't. Like, look no. at him. He's cool. He's so cool. That, and the she only thing that I so really, chic. She looks chic. So the chic. only thing that really bothered me was that he's off the market. And, you know, if things didn't work out with me and Densley, <laughs> I was thinking about, you know, dipping my feet in some Ranga sauce. <laughs> oh,
1: <God. laughs> um, the, Do you know what, though? Okay, can I? I've got a confession. When I heard that she quit her job before the announcement, the engagement announcement, I thought, oh, so she's quitting her career to become a princess. That's my confession. And there's been articles and I've seen a lot of flat come out about that. But I completely take it back because when I read up about her recently, she is just so awesome so she's a UN ambassador for gender equality she's like Mm -hmm. an outright feminist Mm -hmm. she's a refugee advocate Mm -hmm. and so for her this move is not about quitting a career okay maybe it's about saving the world it's about saving the world and what a wonderful
2: platform to do that mate if I married Prince Harry do you reckon I'd be here talking to you (laughs) (laughs) probably not no, exactly. But yeah, look, best friend who? What?
1: No, it's <laughs> me <and> Harry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I love her. i also read a story, which I think you'll adore. When she was 11 and she was in primary school, they heard this ad- advertisement on the TV for a dishwashing company and the, the tagline of the ad was, women all over America are fighting greasy pots and pans. And two little boys in the class sort of started snickering saying, oh, that's where they belong. And her as an 11-year-old was so outraged, she actually went home to her dad dad and and complained. Her dad said, just write, write about it. Write to someone, write to Hillary Clinton, who was the first lady at the time. She wrote all these angry letters to try and get the tagline changed. And Hillary Clinton responded. And the company, the company actually changed the tagline to people all over America are fighting greasy pots and pans at age 11. And she was always destined for great things. Yeah. So anyway... So chic. We're so happy for you, Megs and Hazza. Can't wait for an invite to the wedding. Can't wait to see what the babies look like. Oh, so chic. Come on. (laughs) This
0: is the Queen Sesh.
1: And we do like to wrap up the show on Queen Vice, which is advice for queens. And this week being our last show for the year, being so close to Christmas, we put it out on the socials and someone actually messaged us. She's a beautiful queen, Lisa. And she said that she lost her dad this year and she's really, really struggling with... Christmas, and how do I keep my mum happy? And how do I keep everyone happy? How do I get through this holiday period, the first one after losing my dad? And it's so important because so many people responded to her message con, and so many people are going through this this Christmas. So we thought, let's talk about how do we deal with grief at Christmas time.
2: Okay. Well, I think that the most important thing. I lost my dad five years ago now, and it it you know even just listening to that, I was thinking, oh, hold back the tears. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's hard, and it gets hard. Um, I'm not particularly date-orientated in the way that I grieve. I know my sister is. My sister, the the day he died, his birthday, how am I going to get through Father's Day? She is very much always thinking about Dad on dates. I'm more of a, oh, my God, the stones are on. Don't talk to me. I'm going to have a moment Mm. now. You know, I'm more certain things. But in saying that, I do think about my dad when I'm in Melbourne. I was in Melbourne for um, Good Friday, and that's, you know, one of the days that our family celebrates. And Dad loved it all the time. I used to surprise him and, you know, fly in from Perth and I think the most important thing to think about when you've lost somebody and it's a big like day where everyone's getting together is don't pretend they were never there. That's absolutely ridiculous. All you've got now is a memory. The memory is the most important thing. Talk about them all day. If you want, in a positive, happy, what did your dad love about Christmas? I'll tell you what my dad loved about Christmas. And it had nothing to do with himself or his life or his presence or the fact that it's his Christmas. It was all about the fact that it was my Christmas, my sister's Christmas, his sisters, his brothers. It was all about the fact that we were all there together. So just remember, if they were there, this would be the best day for them. They would still be looking down happily. If you were to die on and and Christmas was to follow and you were a spirit, if you believe in in realm, looking down on your family, what would you want? You would want them to be enjoying their day, thinking about you but having fun. So you need to be able to let yourself have fun. I think guilt is the one of the biggest problems with grief. Why am I still here? How can I have fun? How can I enjoy this without dad? because poor dad isn't here anymore like I feel bad that he's not here just remember he that's the last thing he would have wanted is you to feel any guilt at all just keep it lighthearted. think about him laugh about him think about the funny things think about the good times what you would have got him don't ever pretend he never existed and just keep on going because every year you ev- after someone died I, know, I understand you said sorry I'm rambling but I understand that she said that her dad died this year it took me a year to be able to even think about my dad without thinking about the hard times mm. but then every year following you become able to think about the good times more and more so next year you'll be thinking about your dad with much more of a light heart the year after as well so you're never going to stop thinking about him don't get me wrong don't worry about that but your thoughts will be more positive in the future after the if it was suffering or sudden
1: loss. And, look, our hearts go out to anyone who is grieving a loved one this Christmas, and please reach out to us on Facebook um, over the break, search The Queen Sesh. We love hearing your stories. We have loved doing this show this year. It's all for the queens. so thank you so much for being with us.
2: Thank you for listening. They wouldn't let us do it without you. We appreciate you so much. And if you want to do it all again and start from the beginning,
1: you can download the Hit Network app and grab the Catch Up podcast link later. We'll be adding some bonus bits in there this week as well. Have a beautiful, safe and happy Merry Christmas from the Queen Sesh. Merry Christmas, beautiful queens.
0: This is the Queen Sesh.
1: And this one is just for our beautiful pod queens. Thank you so much for being with us for 2017. Um, We thought that we would do something to embarrass ourselves and, (laughs) you know, a bit of self-reflection and we wanted to play just the couple of minutes from our first ever show and our first ever break because I heard it a few months ago and I died and I wanted Con to
2: also experience I don't know why when something's embarrassing you decide to take it public, but let's oh. do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good morning and happy Sunday. Good morning, Queens. Good morning, good morning Constance. Queens. Hi, Anne. Hi, Con. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited for our first ever Queen Yay. Sesh.
2: So am I. I feel really uh, grateful for the opportunity for us to be talking to you guys on this level because obviously I've been writing to you all for so long and I'm really excited to be chatting to you with my beautiful best friend, Annalise. Hey. hey. So Constance, as you
1: probably know, is the well-known blogger. She's the writer. Uh, you might have seen her popping up in your Facebook feed. Um, and who am seen I? seen me popping up. Great. It's, it's, it's a great question. I'm Annalise. I'm Con's bestie. I'm the gale to her Oprah for now anyway. I'm sort of hoping to move into You'll the You'll be Oprah Ellen. by the end of this show. No, no, Ellen. More relevant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, coming up on the show this morning, we reveal the thing that men are most ashamed about about their body. <laughs> And it's not actually what you're thinking. Um, We're also going to be talking about how posting pics of your kids on your socials um, can get you in some legal hot water, which scares the absolute bejesus out of me. Um, Also, the worst thing that Trump has done since coming into power. Oh, we are fuming, to say the least, aren't we, Con? Horrendous. And what's a queen? Why are we the queen sesh? Find out What are we even doing?
2: Oh, oh, con, that was. I didn't think that was that bad. I was fine. Yeah, you were fine. I wasn't. Yeah. I talked over you a lot. Like, I think I've come a long way in the radio world. Mm, Acras. I, oh. <laughs> Hashtag Acras. Do you, know you what, talent?
1: do you know what made me? Like, I've gone into a hot sweat because it took me back to how nervous I was.
2: Yeah, I think you did sound a little bit more nervous oh, than you do now. Very, I'm, I'm not nervous now, but like, I was. Almost so like. Um, yeah, now you're more you. And then you were sort of like finding out, you know, oh. like how to talk. Oh, that was You're the crazy. one who did this. It wasn't my idea. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't embarrass me. I know. And remember my my shtick that they used to make me do
1: about. You might have heard of my friend Constance, or I know. <laughs>
2: I'm so glad that I don't make you do that anymore. Same. That was so. Because that's really tragic. That's the last thing anyone needs to hear. <laughs> is like my horn being to- tooted, tooted. <laughs> um, but what a year, Con. It has just been the. Like, so much fun. Do you remember the first time I ever called you and I was like, shush, pretend that I haven't called you about this because <laughs> the um, big boss is going to call you and tell you but, like, they've just offered me a show and asked me if I wanted to do it with you and we're doing our own. We've got our own. We are the new Hamish and Andy. <laughs> and- and ever since ever since we've called each other Conish and Anzie. I telling you on this. That was, just that was little cute. Sa- that little secret thing. It's <laughs> cute. We still haven't got like a cardboard cut out of us though. Like yeah, I, know. I don't feel like the radio station's putting that much love in <laughs> us. <laughs> Give it another
1: year. Um, but look, I, I wrote down a couple of the highlights for us. Um, our obsession with Married at First Sight, that was a big theme for 2017 for us, really? the reality show. Um, Interviewing Gretel Colleen for International Women's I Day. I loved Gretz. Um, Katie Eden Todd when we did our bestie firstie counselling session. She's, did I she's my new therapist. Oh, amazing. I know. Uh, what else? Sarah Wilson. After oh yeah, great! With, um, first, we make the beast beautiful mm-hmm. about anxiety. We loved mm-hmm. that, and we got so much out of it.
2: Um, what about Penny Wong? She changed my
1: life. Oh, and when you said, when you said, see you, babe, at the end of the interview, <laughs> is that
2: what I said? If you wanted to embarrass me, why didn't you play me that? <laughs> But do you know what I? Because I didn't remember that, but I remembered when she said, "Good on you, girls." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, yeah. that's, the, that's the validation I've wanted my whole life." <laughs> um.
1: I've. What else? When Osha did uh, a love song dedication to my husband, that was pretty uh, cool. Oh yeah,
2: Osh. And Steve bit He. Yeah, he's always. Uh, um. And Dr. Michael carr gregg Yes, when he talked to I, us about raising boys. I feel like I've boys. learned to be a better mum since doing this
1: show. I've learned so much. I really—that sounds wanky, but I really have. Mm. We've gone about this free counselling that we get from the show, and I actually think it's paying oh. off. I'm with you, babe. Me too. <sighs> um, what else? The polygamous queen. Oh yeah, that's right. And Queen Vice. Who do you think was better, Draco or Trish?
2: Oh, I would not put them against each other like that. Why does everything have to be a competition? With it would you? be so
1: messy, though. Can you imagine the two of them just
2: in a mud fight?
1: Yeah, that could be maybe for next year. <laughs> um, but yeah, what what a year! And thank you so much for listening and and for we, we just couldn't do the show without you. And we've adored. Yeah, it would be weird doing it. this
2: show without you guys. <laughs> that would be really weird. It's me and you hanging on the phone,
1: doing Facetime every
2: week. Well, yeah, that's what <laughs> happened last week when I had a whinge to dinner, and I was like, I hate my life. I've got the worst life ever. This is so stressful. And he was like... Driving me home, and he was like, Are you serious? You just got paid to talk to your best friend for an hour, and you're probably going to go home and talk to her for another hour. And I was like, Apart from that, <laughs> um, thank you
1: as well to our beautiful producer, Ellie. Producer Ellie, who's here. Ellie, hello. Thank you. Thanks, girl. It's <laughs> always a pleasure chatting Thanks to you. Thanks for breaking every week. so many rules, Ellie. Yeah, and making us sound so much better than we really are. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we will see you next year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And lots of love, drink, lots of wine. Yeah, and be. try and oh, survive the family times. Yeah.
0: And, Con, good luck with your wedding. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, thanks, the Ellie. Oh, my
1: God. So we're, I'm going to be, it'll do a detailed report next year on the wedding.
2: Oh, uh, oh no, there'll be camera crews there. Don't you worry. We'll oh. be filming it and loving life. Can't wait. All right. I know. Bye-bye. All right, babe. Love you. Love you. See you, babe. See
1: you, babe. (laughs) Good work, (laughs) Anne. You too, (laughs) Conzie.
0: This is The Queen Sesh.